What? What? We here? Yeah, we good. <laughs> Whatever, everybody. It's your boy, the mayor. That DJ named Ace Five, your mom's favorite fat guy. Not in deepest darkest Africa this week, but I'm actually in the doctor's office. Shout out to my sister-in-law for allowing me to use her space to record this week's episode of Star Five. As always, before we introduce everybody else, make sure you hit that the box that the brother loves oh so much. Bookshrub.com. <laughs> 20% off your order using the code Star Five. Everybody else is gonna be rolling in every over some time, but Tyrone was good. Not much. Had a good work week, you know. Um, been chilling. Got my little, uh, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm ready to go, man. I'm, the co-host is back. Yeah. Well, no, the co-host cousin. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I like the, the, um, the cousin's like the, name um, is Termon. Well, the cucumber oh. jalapeno is the, uh, it's got that little, it's got a little kick to it that I like. So now I'm thinking I'm going, the co-host is getting replaced permanently. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. If like I said before, if only I could do tequila. Can't stand that shit. But anyway, we got a good show for y'all, man. But uh, I mean, shit. Uh, seems like we got a lot to cover, man. But before we get there, Tyrone, yo, so far pretty good response to our first episode of the wrestling podcast. Um. Yeah, I, I, I talk. <laughs> no, I was um, I thought you was gonna elaborate a little more, but I'm I'm happy to hear that. I mean, that's what you said. We got to branch out. We got to do other things, and I'm I'm 
I think that that's going to be a successful show because, like you said, it's it's different. You know, what I mean, we're not we, everybody can do a wrestling podcast, and I'm not knocking nobody else, but we got something that other people ain't doing. And so, yeah, yeah, you know what the thing is though with podcasting, <clears throat> somebody's done it before. <clears throat> and that's kind of excuse me. That's kind of the way and the vibe that like I I've been noticing over over the close to a decade. I mean, well, I'm like a month or two away from actually saying I've been podcasting for 10 years or starting the month, you know, starting year number 10 of podcasting, but everybody's kind of done some of the same things here and there, you know, not everybody's done the same things, but it's also like, how do you choose to, to branch out to be different from everybody too, you know, and, and make sure that even if it does feel like it's the same, how do you make yours stand out to feel different amongst everybody else's? Because like I said, I mean, and I, I listen to people that are friends of mine. So many people do the week by week talking about the wrestling product that's on TV. Some people actually will break down. Some people will just say, this match happened. Here's the ring time. Uh, did you like it? Did you not like it? Eh, it was cool. Next topic. And then it, everybody just kind of does the same shit. Some people take the approach of crap on everything. Some people take the approach of nothing is bad. Everything. We love it all. Like, and that ain't real. That's why like I said, man, I know this will work for us. Just taking that different approach of trying to be educational in some sort of a way. So like episode number two, if anybody is watching, listening following along here as you should be for right now just go to the spotify go to spotify look up the wrestling podcast episode two we went in on the mega powers mega powers i don't Oh, well, while he's going, uh, I can try to, like, uh, continue this. We went in about the mega powers, um, and it was more of educating people on how storylines are built up and how storylines can go for a long period of time, how storylines can incorporate a lot of people, and how if you if, if you match up the, the perfect people, you don't have to do that much work for the storylines. You know what I mean? How the mega powers was matched up so well in that story that it kind of, you know, told the story a little bit on its own. Like we all knew Macho Man wasn't going to last long with Hogan. We all knew that that whole dynamic wasn't going to stay long. And so, um, and so that's what we did. So we we so in a, in a way, it's like we go back. And we pick up different things from wrestling from back in the day, and and we use it as a tool to also educate, not just educate you on what happened, because a lot of people don't know what happened. A lot of people might have started watching wrestling later. You know, you know, we from a different era, but also to educate you on some of the uh, the background shit. You know what I'm saying? Some of the shit that you may not notice in just watching. You know what I mean? Or or some of the shit that you may not notice in just seeing one part of the story you know how 
you know, I can link the story to the Million Dollar Man buying the belt from uh, from Andre the Giant. I can link that story to Andre the Giant coming back and, and, and trading on Hulk Hogan as his friend. You know, that's why I was saying to him, how far back does this does, does this story go, this storyline go? How far back does it go? You know what I mean? Because, you know, when you got drawn out storylines, you can link them to other things that happen during that storyline. So uh, that's where he, uh, I believe he was going with that. Hey, uh, what's up, TJ? Uh, I don't know if TJ is fully in me, but everybody's having technical difficulties at, at the present time. But uh, we'll get it together. Hold on. I can't hear nobody. And ain't nobody here but me. And I can hear you. Uh oh. Oh well. I'm back in. I guess this is the listener podcast today. I'm with it. Uh, 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 I'm with it. So um, yeah. So just go and watch. Well, not watch right now because we're not doing video yet. But go and listen to the wrestling podcast because, like I said, it's something. It's a little bit different. I mean, everybody in lives. Everybody tries to educate a little bit, but it's just it's just our little bit of spin on it. And um, the other thing he was saying was about like everybody kind of does the same thing, but you know, you don't do it like me. So nobody do it like how I'm going to do it because, you know, I'm I'm a personality, and and Dan's a personality, and we we all have different personalities, and that's how we can also spend some things. Oh oh, he's back. Um, maybe not yet. Hold on, let's see. Uh, I'm back right now because uh, my connection dropped again. Shout outs to upstate New York, how deep I am out here. So. Where my brother and my sister-in-law live, they live in the damn wilderness. <laughs> so my so regular regular cell service don't cut it up here, but um, they do have Wi-Fi, so I had to had to go bum the password off of them. But what up, Jamal? What's up, y'all? How's everybody doing this week? Good, good. We good. We good. So what were you leaving off at, Tyrone? As you was a uh, man in the ship solo. Yeah. <laughs> I left it off. I was trying to um piggyback off your point and saying how uh when you were talking about the mega power. So I went in on, on my perspective of what we were doing, but you can continue with your point on how uh what, what you were going to say. Well, only point I was gonna continue is go to Spotify and the episode will be up tomorrow, sometime tomorrow afternoon, under the wrestling podcast. Right. And and if y'all know a little bit about podcast uploading, we need at least six episodes in, then we can submit it to Apple Podcasts, and then we'll be up on Apple and all the other podcast catcher feeds like iHeart and all that good shit. So but for now, go try to rock with us on Spotify. You know, even I even I it takes me a minute to remember to go to Spotify for some people's shows too, because I'm an Apple guy. But what's good, Jamal? Sure, man. You know, doing a bunch of different things, man. Sorry, y'all. My hair is wild and I ain't had a cut or shape up in like three weeks. So it's just a little wild right now um, with work. But, um, you know, got me a temporary uh, access to Peacock so I could watch that damn game yesterday. Um, Which one? Uh, the ass whooping or? Yeah, uh, the first ass whooping. The the Chiefs and this wasn't the ass whooping, but the Chiefs and Dolphins. Oh. Um, 
I'm sure that I caught. But uh, you know, um, trying to keep things going. It's been a little bit of a busy week, so I apologize for multitasking. But I didn't want to miss y'all, brothers, man. And um, what's going on with y'all? Well, ain't shit, ain't shit, man. As like I said, it's it is what it is. Today, today was one of those days where you know we had to. I had personally. You know, I, I, I delayed it and, you know, obviously I don't like to miss an episode. I could have said, yo, y'all could have did this earlier without me, but had to go to my daughter's track meet and then grab my daughter, grab my daughter, drive the hour 40 plus up here to Montgomery, New York, to where my Damn. brother's at, <laughs> because Shit. we're up here, uh, you know, it's, it's our like once a month, you know, family tries to just get together, have dinner and all that, but my sister's birthday tomorrow, so it's like happy birthday and all that too, you know what I'm saying? So, okay. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure I passed TJ like fucking like 40 minutes back behind. <laughs> what he, up, he TJ? He made a brief appearance and then had to leave. What's up? Yeah. Looks like he's back. Yeah, well, yeah. Gonna... I had to get my headphones straight. I had to get my headphones straight. <laughs> Oh, okay. Couldn't hear you. That's all right. We all fucked up, and that's how it goes. It is what it is, man. But how's everything, TJ? Good, man. You know, no complaints. Getting back to the old work schedule. You know, you know, and getting started on my grind for the new year. Though all my goals I got to accomplish this year. So wow. I'm like, you know, put the blinders on and laser focus about what I need to get done. So everything's right. on track. Just, I'm very happy. Good, 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 very good. I wish I could say the same because I got to work tomorrow when I'd have rather been off. But now I got to deal with fucking a few assholes coming on my shift tomorrow. But it is what it is. I digress on that. No need to get myself mad <laughs> when we trying to get this shit done, man. But TJ, you 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 guys wrote all, almost all the topics this week, so you navigate this, and we'll save the black QB energy for last. Oh, okay. Damn, I forgot what I, uh, I wrote the QBs. Um... <laughs> I got them. I got it up right here. If y'all want me to? Uh... What does it say? Yeah, because uh... I don't remember what I wrote. It says the QBs, we know about that, but it says the state of right. the, uh, the Knicks and the Sixers and the Lakers. Oh, okay. Says, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanted to talk about uh, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban and Harbaugh. Oh, Let's yes, get the yes, basketball yes. Okay. way out. Let's get the basketball shit out the way first, then. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with that. Um, Yeah, the Knicks, man, they're uh, since the Anobi trade, they're 6-1. and one. Uh, it looks like they're playing more fluid basketball. It doesn't look like they're. this is the only move that they're going to make. They might make a move for either another big man or at least a scoring guard to come off the bench to, you know, give Brunson and uh, Randall some minutes to breathe. Um, Deuce McBride is a good plug-in right now because he's got a lot of confidence. And his jump shot is, 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 is the real deal. His three-point is, is the real deal. But he's not the type of player – that can maintain the tide or take over when he needs to against uh, oh, somebody Jamal. who's more aggressive. They definitely need somebody more aggressive. Well, Jamal, I was going to let you and TJ rock with this one because, like I said, like I told my man at work yesterday, 
I paid full attention to the Knicks once the playoff football playoffs is over. When mm-hmm. NFL season's over, then it goes straight to NBA fully. So I've been I've been like one pinky toe in, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Not fully ten toes down on the NBA just yet. So you have at it. No man, um, yeah, you know we playing good ball since the Anobi trade. It was great. They're not done. There's some leakings coming out now. They almost pulled off Anobi and DeJounte Murray trade. But at the last second, um, I think Toronto wanted IQ. IQ was supposed to go to Atlanta for DeJounte Murray, which is dope, which leads me to believe they're either going to keep trying or they're going to um, switch lanes and go somewhere else. Maybe the rumor is Malcolm Brown going to try to bring him in. Um, but um, a DeJounte Murray, um, Anobi trade, if they were to pull that off, um, that would have been a ridiculous uh, defensive team, which is, I guess they got that type of coach for once they're trying to give Tibbs the, the team he need, he wants. So, okay, this is your style. We're going to give you the plays. You have to sink or swim with them, you know. But um, I can only imagine what that squad would look like with a healthy Mitchell Robinson defensively. Um, that would be a problem for many, many teams to score on. But, you know, I think right now the Knicks are probably going to be a solid five or six seed come playoffs. As long as we make the playoffs, that's still improving, man. That's playoffs three out of four years, especially when you got a squad that ain't done shit in 20. You know what I mean? And um, we beat down the Sixers, so that's a win. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's always great to beat down, to beat down Philadelphia. Jamal, quick so, question. Yes, sir. If we if – we, if we get somebody for the bench now, do we make a big splash in the offseason for, like, a superstar? Of course. They got still they got seven or eight tradable picks, man. You know what I mean? What? So they're not going to – I know. know. Even if they don't make another move, I'm fine. I just want to make – I just want smart moves and gradual improvement. You know, I don't want to get fleeced. I don't want to <laughs> – Right. If there's nobody available, if there's no move to make, make no move. Wait till, wait till the opportunity comes. You know what I'm saying? But right. – um. I'm cool with them getting right, Brogdon right. and, and bring. I mean, he was he beat out quick for six man of the year, so why not bring him back in? I don't think they should mess with the starting lineup unless they get a superstar right now. And and you know, there's nobody really available mm-hmm. right now, so we'll see what's good. But I like the moves they're ma- making. We're sound uh, financially. We got a hell of a lot of picks. We're playing good ball, good team ball. We're going to be a playoff team. But we need some bench now because we trade a lot of folks away. Because you know, just to just to keep it a buck, we one good injury away from from being outside the playing. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so you know, yeah, you run, you're right. Yeah. Run, goes down, bro. You're right about we're that. With a twelve team in the East, you know what I mean. So, um, uh, but yeah, so I, you know, I, I can't be mad at what Leon and them is doing. This is what the fourth year they rebuild. They've improved every year. Um, some solid moves. Um, you know, we don't got a squad that's – we're not going to beat Boston. We probably, we're not going to beat any of them teams like that. That's just not who we are, you know. But we better than the Sixers right now at least. <laughs> and we better we better than the fucking Nets. That's all that matters. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a win. You know what I mean? Tyrone, Jamal, Jamal, I see it's finishing in the fourth – in the fourth slot this year, but go ahead, go ahead. Everybody stays healthy, and we get some more. We get we get some more help. I can see that. I don't want to say four. I think five or six is where we gonna land. But go ahead, let's go with Ty. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. 
I'm glad that y'all is uh, so happy, so happy that the New York Knicks might make the playoffs. But when you are, uh, when you set a standard like this here, yes, yeah, you set a standard like this, and you y'all see that when you set a standard like 17 times, champs, y'all see that. When so what you so so what you're saying is when you get your when you get your belt out of the <laughs> the cinnamon toast crunch box. <laughs> you cut you cut that out off the box, right? You hit the dotted lines even. <laughs> All I'm, is right. I'm gonna just bring it back now since you wanna. <laughs> when you set a standards like this here, making the playoffs is not enough. And um, so the the y'all wanna talk about where the Lakers are? The Lakers are trash, garbage, because Making the playoffs is not enough. That's not the standard for me. That's not what this represents right here. They're not the champs. They're not the champs, and I don't care. And you know what the problem I'm having with the Lakers now, as I said? They're the in-season tournament champs. Yeah, well, what can I do with that? I'm not putting that on anyway, My thing with the Lakers is bad is that I said, I said man, if, if Anthony Davis can just stay healthy and play like I know he can play, we we have a shot at, at the title. We have a shot at, at being actual real champions. And and what's happening? Because Anthony Davis is not the problem right now. He's been healthy for the most part. He's been balling for the most part. LeBron's been doing his thing. And now all of these people that I thought was good pieces to go with that are now falling apart. Reeves, Reeves can't play no defense. Fucking, I don't know what they're doing with D'Angelo. Like it's just it, it, it's just falling apart where I thought we were steady at. I thought that the role players was cool. And I thought once Anthony Davis got, you know, healthy and, and got the back to his standard, we was going to be good. And now Anthony Davis is healthy. LeBron is still being LeBron. And now the role players is fucking disappeared, dude, like off the map. So, um, yeah, I don't know what the Lakers are going to do. I, I, They might make the playoffs, but I don't accept that. I only, you know top quality here. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Y'all yeah, well, got the goat and I feel bad for him because I think he's wasting his twilight years over there in LA right now. Um they don't have enough help around him. I mean they got some good pieces. I think Hachimura and them is nice. You know, but um uh they don't got no tradable assets. I don't know what kind of help they're gonna give. They got nothing left. They traded their picks. They don't got any players anybody wants besides maybe AD, but like, I don't know what they're gonna do. LeBron may need to make one more stop before before he may need to make one more stop. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm all for the Lakers trading LeBron at this point because that's the only asset that they have, and LeBron ain't gonna be around much longer. And it's obvious they're not gonna win with him there. So I, I would trade LeBron and get and get some picks. I would I trade know a squad that. I know a squad that got like nine picks. I know a squad, bro. Three or four of them first. Nah, 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 Jamal, don't say that. Don't say that, Jerome. Don't say that, Jamal. I do not want LeBron James, bro. I'll Family. give them three of them first round picks right now. I would do that. Yeah. And and fucking uh, what's his name? Uh, what's that power forward's name? Why am I drawing a blank? That the the guy everybody wants. Randall. Yeah, I, nah, man, nah, leave Julius back. Randall. <laughs> nah, fam, Rand, Randall's balling, man. He is who know, he is, but you know, no, nah, he's a, he's 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 wishy washy. It's sometimes when he's off, he's off, but when he's there, he's consistent. But nah, would LeBron I, come he, off the bench though? No, <laughs> you never make that man off the bench. Pause. No. 
Hey, you know what happened? You moved Julius Randle to the three? No, you sir. No, you sir. moved Julius Randle to the three? No, sir. You let LeBron run point and make uh and make Jalen Brunson off ball. Yeah, I like that. That's how you do it. Ooh. That's how you do it. Ooh, and would be, you turn Jalen Brunson into the two guard. LeBron takes care of himself. So LeBron got three, four years minimum left in him. Easy. He got three, he takes care of himself. So I would legit give three or four first rounders to to, to the Lakers for LeBron. We still got like five more. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would legit do that. LeBron turns this squad now into instant contenders, straight up, because the Knicks are a pain in the balls on defense to any squad. <laughs> I like that. Pause. Yeah. Not, the, not the pain in the balls, but I do but like you that. You know what I'm saying? Though, right? I don't know, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, TJ, we got all these picks. We have all these picks, and we don't, have enough, we don't have enough roster spots, so we, gotta, we, we, we may as well put them to use. You know what I mean? We got 15 uh, roster spots, and we got like how long we gonna have? LeBron, LeBron right. would sign a three years with us. We have to. He has to guarantee three years. Guaranteed three years, at least two out of three years, we would be legit contenders. And come get some of that New York Hollywood money. That's right. You know, LeBron I mean, ain't gonna get right. He's not gonna get right with God until he repaired what he did to the Knicks. Right. <laughs> I mean, he, I think LeBron will be open to sign that deal because he knows, like, wherever he goes now is his last stop. So if LeBron, is, if, he play with years, if he thinks he's got three so, years, three years, yeah. Deal, but see, hold on. Do we want his son though? I would take that as a consolation prize. If that was part of it, I'd okay. take, take a son. I would take a son. Why not? Why not? Right? Assume no. Lakers. So, the Lakers still gonna pick Brony. We still gonna get the son, yeah. He ain't playing with LeBron. We're not doing that. We gonna get him. We gonna draft him and bring him over here to LA, where he was supposed to be anyway. <laughs> that could be the move. That could be why they suck, bro. He trying to slime y'all up to get Ronnie. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. So, but no, I'm 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 really happy with the Knicks. I I, I ain't one of them Knicks fans that got them delusions of grandeur. Oh, we gonna do this? No, we not. We the fucking Knicks. We know how it is. If there's a you know what I mean? So, um, but, gradual improvement and playoff basketball. I'm I'm happy with that for for the time being because when you got when you went um, 20, 20 without it, almost twenty years without it. You mean you you, you gotta be humble, bro. You gotta be humble. Yeah. There's a lot of toxic Nick fans so, out there. So J- Jamal, that starting five would be LeBron, Brunson. Anobi, Randall, and Robinson. Robinson, that was, that's, either way, either way, that's, who's that's, that that's not a, a problem? That's a, for? that's a that's a tough five right there. Who is not? Who is that not a problem for? That's pick your poison. There you go. You ain't double that, nobody. That lineup doesn't sound like a ton of points. That's that lineup sounds like I'm gonna beat you, beat you down, and and drag you up that's and right. down the court slowly. And it sounds like this: we don't need to score a ton of points because who's gonna score on that squad? Right, good point. You, know you mean? got you got a Novi, LeBron, and Robinson. That's a that's a mean, it's a mean front line, dude. Yeah, you right, you right, I Jamal. I don't see nothing well, wrong I just, with a ninety seventy nine victory because that's what I, it's looking like. Looking I like a ninety seventy nine type type deal. Family, when you were Knicks fan, and you, you take see, whatever victory you could get, son, and you, you, we used to see seventy two point wins. <laughs> 
<laughs> listen, listen. Knicks fans cannot afford to, to you know, uh, uh, to be bougie about this shit, man. Uh, we need to right. take whatever we can get, and that's just Tyrone. Tyrone, you 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 don't understand if if and when the Knicks win the championship, Manhattan will be on fire. Huh? Dog for like three days. That parade wouldn't end. Oh, that shit would last the whole week, dog. It'll be huh? the biggest party anybody's ever seen ever for I, a I for for a professional team. My NBA that shit will be man, done. Just, man, the city gonna shut down, bro. If the Knicks <laughs> win some shit, Knicks win some shit. We have, so we, the city, the city would have to shut down, but um. I know me and my job, the city is still make me go outside and still try to get people. <laughs> you have to clean up, bro. You have to clean okay, up. Well, I mean, clean up. I, I told you, I'm calling out. I'm calling oh. out. I would show up to that parade in uniform, not at work. Like, <laughs> so, so would y'all make sense has had a parade if they won the end season tournament? No. Hell no. Hell no. No. NFC took that's NC You trying to be funny, man. You trying to be I couldn't believe you even made the damn thing. We qualified for it, but you know, nah, that ain't nothing. We we seem like y'all about to pop champagne for making the playoffs, so I ain't know. you know, I don't know. No, man. It's being humble and it's being it's being appreciative, bro. You know this is mean? coming from, I think, I believe Ed was a resident Nets fan. That's Eddie maybe, Mo. Yeah. He, he said, maybe that's why y'all has such bad karma. You, you're you already telling us non-sports fans, you won't be, be, you won't be behave. I hope y'all never win shit. My peace of mind <laughs> over riots. Man, Nick, no. Ed, Ed, your no. ass would be right out there. Jumping up and down, like, oh yeah, I love my city. I tell you, Ed, if we win, bro, I'm coming to get you. I'm taking you to the parade, bro. <laughs> I'm taking you to the parade. Ed. Every, every Ed is my dude, though. That is cool. Ed, shit. Every fan base, Ed, celebrate the 10 game win streak, and then we shame them for the 20 game loser streaks after. But I mean, you want to talk about streaks like, yo, did, I, I, I didn't want to hang on this too much because it just popped in my head now. But yo, Detroit looks like absolute stinking hot garbage. Like when it's I see, I seen Williams, the clip, man. I seen the clip of that inbounds play, and them dumbasses didn't realize that dude checked the ball in already, went out of bounds, and then tried to check the ball back in, and the ref was like, nope, nope, whistle back. What the? Dog, I feel bad for Monty Williams because we know he's a much better coach than what that team is, um, what that team's record says, you know what I mean? And you know, I think Monty Williams is a good coach. I was, I thought he got railroaded out with Phoenix, number one. Um, and, to, and I feel bad that he ended up in Detroit. You know, mm-hmm. now I think Ed posted him about bad karma. That's the bad karma for them bad boys teams. Is <laughs> why Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Detroit gave him a bag, Jamal. D- Detroit made him a very high. They gave him a really big salary. Yeah, you yeah you you got they all have to. Good for him. I mean, he I'm got sorry. the bags. Good for him. I'm sorry, but I see things differently. I see this is it's all Monty Williams' fault. That team has no fucking discipline, no fucking accountability, no nothing. And that starts with the coach for me. 
For me, if your team is making dumbass mistakes like that, that starts with the coaching. They don't care in Detroit. The players don't care. Nobody cares. And I think that I, I would put that all on money. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll put it's that the on players, money. though, man. Maybe it's the players. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah, it's I don't. The and I don't think. I don't think the way Jamal put it was like he's not. Uh, he's not separating him out of it. You know. No. Like he just. He just said he felt bad for him because yeah, he because knows he's you know, a good coach. He's when, a good coach. We saw we seen what he did in Phoenix with, with some teams. You know what I mean? Yeah, he just, but he can get past I, the Chris Paul effect. But I I do agree, Tyrone, because er, everything starts up. To, it always starts at up top. But even though, even though, again, you can give all the X's and O's, the players still have to execute. So, you know, I the the discipline aspect of things. I'm with you. the disciplinary aspect of things. Yeah. But he could still be coaching his ass off in them practices, and then these bums just show up and do whatever the fuck they want to do. <laughs> but that's the thing, yeah. though. It's like that bum yard. Like your job as a coach is to get the best that you can out of your players, and I just think that I don't, I don't think that these players in Detroit are playing their best. Though so I'm looking at Monty like, yo, get get your shit together, bro. Like get your, get your players in them. Coaches who've coached winless teams go into practices each and every week still trying to get the best out of it. And then sometimes the talent just ain't there. <laughs> It'd it be like that. It'd be like that. Sometimes the talent just ain't there, which makes bad, which makes good coaches look terrible. You know, it's, it's it sucks. It sucks. But since we're on coaches, man, like three, three that we've watched – from like the two thousands till now, like dominate. Some dominated, others held high standards amongst their teams and stuff. Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, and Pete Carroll all gone. Like it, it feels like a, it feels like an era transitioning out of the NFL. And I would say for the good. I would say for the good. So, but uh, Tyrone, like uh. I mean, we're not surprised at any of these moves and, you know, none of that like that, man. But what do you got to say about these coaches so far and, and oh. their, their transitions? I am surprised. I'm not surprised about Pete Carroll because, you know, I always knew that Pete Carroll was going to weasel his way out. I always knew that Pete Carroll was going to get off Seattle without getting fired. I knew it. I said, Pete Carroll's not going to get fired in Seattle. But when it starts going bad there, he's going to get the fuck out of there. So I, I, I did anticipate Pete Carroll retiring or going up to the front office or, or busting a move outside of coaching. Okay? I never thought, you know, you never think about Bill Belichick not being in New England. I never thought that Bill Belichick would be going. I thought that, you know, he would be going like maybe one day, you know, he had to retire. But now to hear that Bill Belichick was willing to give up other duties, willing to give up some of his, you know, his responsibilities, tells me that Bill Belichick still wants to coach. He don't know what to do else with himself. He don't know what else to do with himself. And considering that he was still under contract, this is this is crazy to me that you you that he could be going in New England. I mean. Yeah, all his success came with Brady, but still, it was like I, I, I never anticipated this, and I just hope that I, I really hope that Bill Belichick just decides to like go ahead on and move on because I don't want to, I don't want to see him with another team. Well, Somebody. forget forget Nick Saban for now because it's always F Bama, LSU guy. But word, I, you you uh, forget <laughs> forget Nick Saban. 
I, I think if it, if there's anything, just to get him out of the way, I think he's done with football, hopefully, you know, one of the greats, brought my LSU Tigers a championship, yada, yada. But Bill Belichick, the one thing I do appreciate within his exit is how New England set up TJ, Gerard Mayo, to step right into that role. Yeah. That I, I had no idea that was a thing in, in his contract. That says a lot about Gerard Mayo. That speaks highly of Gerard Mayo. And we never heard his name when he would talk about Belichick's, you know, assistance and stuff like that. And no. you know, they his name didn't come up that much at all. Right. And because he's I, not, I don't even know what it's he's not in that he's not in that regular rotation of whitehead coaches. Like everybody else's. This is the guy coming up from linebackers coach. Dude, what was Gerard's? Yeah, I was going to ask you, what was his position? What, what, what was he coaching before they made him the head coach? He was a linebackers coach? Yeah, he was coaching his old position that he used to play in New England. <laughs> Damn, that, but that's a hell of a leap. Like he skipped defensive coordinator and all that just to head coach. But it, all it all depends on what that man was doing behind the scenes till now. Yeah. And like you said, right. it, it, I agree with you, and I, I let you keep going. It all speaks to the character of him that the craft that Robert Kraft was willing to put that in his contract and have him be the instant successor. Which again, the way that that was set up skirts the whole Rooney Rule thing, but even still. He didn't have to worry about it because he hired a black man anyway. <laughs> Can I say something, though? Speaking of a black man getting hired as a head coach, right, I always said that Eric Bieniemy should, should stay with the Chiefs because that was his best thing because they were winning, and it always makes him look good as an offensive coordinator when they're winning. And I knew this was going to happen. Did I want him in Washington? Yes, that's my team. I, I wanted him there, but now he didn't. He didn't make a better name for himself now. And no, now because your team sucks, so he has no chance at being a head coach once again. Airbnb will not be a head coach next year because they're looking at him and going. Hey, this is what happened in Washington. Your head coach essentially got fired. Washington didn't set up for him to take over there, and he he, he has no shot. He has no I shot. No, he may get coach. the job in Washington, bro. Or, but yeah, you're probably right. I think he's going to end up back as the OC in Kansas City because they need him. They need him. But Kurt, yo, Antonio Pierce technically really wasn't skipped because I believe your Raiders should be signing that man. Should be signing that man. The way he's got that locker room, Jamal. Yes, sir. I think Antonio Pierce is gonna be fine. Um, they should sign him. Will they sign him? I don't know because he wasn't a coordinator. He, Did you like, hear? He moved up. Uh, I think the Giants may hire him as the DC. Oh, what TJ was saying? So, so Max Max Crosby said if they don't bring him back as a coach, he's out. Yeah, the defensive end. Yeah, Giants are looking at him as defensive coordinator right now. But he, he deserves that head coach job, for real. He deserves that shot, you know? Yeah. I mean, when you see, like, we, you know, you see a lot of their post-game clips and stuff like that. Like, he was, like, instant culture shifting. Yes, sir. 
instant yes, culture shifter. And, 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 you know, Josh McDaniels was like, yeah, he's young, but you could tell the vibe is like of that old school. Josh you know McDaniels, saying? if we look at him, he's a lousy head coach. He's a good coordinator. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Lousy head coach. He was lousy in Denver. He was lousy with the Raiders. And I think Belichick struggled without him. And I honestly thought he was going to go back to New England again and Belichick would get one more year. But he's not, not a, you know, there's two things with coordinators. People seem oh. to overlook, tend to overlook coordinators, right? But some coaches are just mm. great coordinators. You yeah. Know what I mean? And not meant mm -hmm. to be head coaches. And the importance of a of how good coordinators are and how important they are, and as an example, is look at your Eagles. Kansas City, too. Kansas City, too. Both those squads. And you look at what happened out there, lost coordinators, those squads are different. Yeah. Still good, it, still talented as hell. And but, it happened before, and it happened before with my Eagles when won the Super Bowl, got Frank Wright the job in, in Indianapolis. Frank Wright yeah. went over there, shit to bed. <laughs> what? Straight up. Straight up. And shit actually, losing Frank Wright cost um old boy his name, his job. Uh, what's the old boy that's um coach of the Jaguars now? Doug, Doug Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it was I mean it was fine. I mean Doug 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 is stamped in Philly lore forever. You know, that's no if fans a bunch about that. No if fans a bunch about that. But I Sirianni to change to Sirianni has been fine. It's just like you just said, the recent changes in OCs and DCs, it's it showed. And like I said, if we get knocked out tomorrow, first round exit. I ain't gonna be mad because I called it the other, you know, at least a week or two ago. We we suck right now. Yeah, and it works the other way too. I mean, we got the enemy, and 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 don't go with the whole sometimes you have to have talent because there's talent on this Washington team. Absolutely. There's talent on this team. So Some. it goes the other way too. The enemy came here and our offense didn't really improve. He didn't really so, so it goes the other way too. Like, what? So, how good is the enemy? Was he good because he was in that Andy Reid system, or is he a real good coordinator? And that's what I'm saying. But Sam, because Sam Howell's trash. Sam Howell. Oh not yeah, trash. I'm gonna say, man. Sam like, Howell was trash, bro. That could have been. Yeah, they got some talent, man, but they don't. Is Daniel Jones um, better than Sam Howell? I mean, but I'm we're not talking it. about Daniel Jones. You were comparing yeah. Eric B. <laughs> with your team yeah, and when he was with Kansas City. And, and if you want to, first of all, we, we know Daniel Jones is trash, bro. We know Daniel Jones is oh, trash. Exactly. Like, <laughs> but the point, hold no, you hold on for a second. Because on, when you trying to tell me the two comparisons talent. that you put up, your team does have talent. Your team doesn't have Kansas City Chiefs talent, and so, the talent made the difference in the play calling. You still need to get a general, his soldiers, man. Yeah, you know I mean, and that's 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 one thing. Um, Washington needs an overhaul from the front office on. The new ownership should should change should change your culture. It's gonna be. It's gonna. You know. There's still a lot of that old regime shit that's still in there. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't I, even I, be mad seeing y'all win anything, to be honest. Like your team, I would never be mad at seeing them win anything. Y'all went through yeah. hard times, just like. Just, I mean, not as hard at times, cause you're. But you just went through hard times that I, I, I sympathize for. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they're going to be fine. Culture change will be fine. They just don't – and I'm no one to talk and look at my Giants. But, yeah, we know Daniel Jones is, is, is trash, and our offense shows for it. You look at the careers that we've wasted now in this Giants squad. Odell Beckham Jr., Saquon Barkley, right? The, the last capable years of Eli Manning, all because the organization has been trash. You know what I mean? So it just it is what it is. They only like y'all black quarterbacks as backups. <laughs> oh, <laughs> backups. Yeah. They want well, old because... boy now from LSU. They want Jaden Daniels, I think. We'll see. Some people were saying the really? Giants should the Giants should go after Penix too. I like Penix. Penix can ball, man, but it's Penix is fragile. That's the only problem I got with Penix. Is yeah. he had two knee surgeries in college. Yeah. Yeah, but, mean, Penix is nice. Yeah, but, we we don't have the offensive line. We don't have the offensive line for that. That part. But do do y'all, do y'all have the 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 intestinal fortitude to say <laughs> fuck that? We got to break this curse and actually draft the black man at quarterback. They won't. You know why? Because if there's a if there's a stud tackle or lineman there, they're gonna take that first before they pay dangerous money. So they're going to rock with him for another couple true of years. True indeed, true indeed. They're going to build the trenches out and say, okay, we're we just going to be fucking 7 and 11 or whatever it is, or 8 and 9 for, for the next two years to build these trenches out, and then we'll get the quarterback. There's no Good use point. getting the quarterback. Because I don't care how rich you are, eating $85 million is, is fucked up. I don't care. <laughs> and then facts, you know, straight up with facts is – you don't need a stud quarterback to win in the NFL. You need a you need you need a consistent quarterback who can who can make throws, and that's all you need. Because again, yeah. Aaron Rodgers got one chip. Right, <laughs> he got one motherfucking chip, and he's played the position of quarterback as good as anybody that has ever existed in the NFL. He got one motherfucking chip, and Eli got two and did not. You know what I'm saying? Eli balled the fuck out though, baby. He balled <laughs> down that run, baby. He balled that's out. <laughs> he made the throws. It's he it. made the throws. He had he a five-game streak. That's it. That's it, man. That's mm-hmm. all he did. And that's all it takes. And that's it. because we, we all got some shit to do, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up with the last topic here because we're talking quarterbacks. So how do we not segue right into the point that I would have thrown it to TJ, but he's froze up way more than I did all episode. But TJ brought up the point. No, I'm had, here. I, I'm here. I put I put in the, the show notes and the show post comments. We got six and a possible. The possible got knocked out yesterday, but we got six and a possible. People have melanated, well, melanated in less ashy skin. Yeah. Starting. <laughs> I forgot about two of yeah, start. Yeah, that, well, that's that's the possible. Yeah, yeah two of them. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah. Because that's the possible. But we have six and two melanated people of color starting quarterbacks in the National Football League in the playoffs. And so TJ asked the question, is this the new norm? What do you say, say, TJ, while your connection is all right, I think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. No, this is this should be the new norm from this point on. I mean, you see the talent. Look at what Lamar Jackson's doing this year. He's not just running out the pocket. He's standing in the pocket making the reads and the throws. 
And um, I'm, what I'm really proud of is the rookie down in Houston who won his game yesterday, C.J. Stroud. Like, that kid is doing phenomenal things. and He's going to win uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year. He's going right. to be nice. And he's proven it already. I mean, he's already to the second round of the playoffs. That's crazy for a rookie. Yeah, CJ CJ Stroud is uh breaking my uh breaking the curse of Ohio State quarterbacks not being shit in the NFL, Tyrone. And rest in peace to the one y'all had. Y'all had y'all had a couple. Y'all had one too, Tyrone. Um, uh, it, it's cool. It's cool for the back quarterbacks. I like seeing this guy. I like I like what's going on with him, but I I'm, just coming over there. Thank you. I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm sorry, but I'm not that dude. I'm not that dude. I like the pro style, stay in the pocket, throw the ball, quarterback. I, I'm that's what I like. I like the Montanas. I like the uh, like the Brett Fars. I like like the um, you know, I I like the Peyton Manning. I like the pro style, stay in the pocket, throw the football quarterback so i'm not i'm not a fan of, of black quarterbacks because it's like it's like um there's they, always they, one i'm just not dude it ain't my fault i can't help it I, I i i like the pro style i like the fucking sit back in the pocket throw the pass read the defense style quarterback so and, and another thing before you that, go jamal don't leave that point just yet so don so the the, the what i'm getting out of you right now is what sports analysts do when they try to downplay a black quarterback and assume that every black quarterback is a running quarterback. Lamar Jackson has been proven his pro style has been, his pro style, as you would say, has been excellent this season and used his legs when necessary. Let me, let me tell you something. Uncle Ruckus too, but. <laughs> um. This is the new norm, and finally, <laughs> finally, it's the new norm. You want to know? It's the new, I know it's the new norm. Look at the crop of quarterbacks coming out of college right now. Look at the top. Look at the, the three they talk about. Besides, old boy from North Carolina, what's his name? Um. Uh, oh, USC, Caleb, right? Caleb, Dan, uh, Caleb from from USC, Daniels from LSU, Penix from Washington. Uh, the one, the one kid from North Carolina is, is white, but you know what you don't hear anymore. Which might be a thing? kid from Bama too. Possibly. From, right, but th that's the crop of quarterbacks they're talking about now. Now you look at the teams that are in the playoffs. Tua, right? You're looking at Mahomes. You're looking at Lamar Jackson, right? And I'm gonna go on a limb and I'm gonna go look at Buffalo and look at Josh Allen, whose legs are amazing, right? What you don't hear anymore is anybody talking about pure pocket passes. Have you noticed that shit? That shit has gone by the wayside. So now the standard, they don't talk you about the legs now. anymore. Yeah. They don't talk about, yeah. Now the legs has been a standard requirement, which a lot of black quarterbacks and color quarterbacks have, uh, quarterbacks of color have. That is the new norm. So you stop hearing those old things. He's not a pocket passer or his, his, uh, his poise, you know, just in the pocket. Um, it's a requirement now to have those legs, especially now that most teams right. have bad offensive lines. So, so here's my thing to clear it out. If you I'm think not, about it, Mahomes is a pocket passer. He he uses his legs when necessary. So he, he likes to stand in the pocket. He doesn't like running anymore. But he can do it. That's the thing about it is he can do it. And I'm Mahomes, not, he runs like a three-year-old, don't he? <laughs> with, a, with a dirty diaper. 
But I'm not saying that it's not the future. I'm not yeah. saying that it's not enjoyable to watch. I'm not downplaying the black quarterback. What I'm saying is I just prefer the pure that's what I prefer to see. That's what I prefer to watch. And so I don't like where it's going. I just don't. And it ain't about black quarterbacks. He mentioned Josh Allen. Josh Allen is but Tyrone, the same Tyrone. shit that I don't like. I, I I want the running back to run the ball. I'm just that dude that I want the running back to run the ball. I don't want old school wing T formation. It's because you got defensive ends. You got defensive ends are like running like four fives and getting to the quarterback in like three and a half seconds. These guys are monsters now. So you got to be able to run. You got to be able to run, bro. You're going to get killed. I know why it's happening. I understand the necessity of it, but I don't like it. That's it. I don't like it. Yeah, personal preference. That's all. (laughs) But yeah, it's just, you know, the lack of offensive linemen in the league and, uh, the, the speed of outside linebackers and defensive ends now, and the the erosion of the halfback position necessitates yeah. that the that the quarterback has to move. It's like you know Phil Simms would die in this league. This type of league. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Peyton would die in this league. <laughs> nah, but Peyton got the ball out. He got the ball out, bro. That's the thing with Peyton. He got that ball out quick. Yeah, that's the big difference with Peyton Manning. Is the ball was. The ball was going, going, going. He wasn't taking no hits. He wasn't taking no hits. But if, if he, he ran like he had if, a broken ankle. Well, <laughs> no, <are you> saying, <laughs> like he, he, he ran in quicksand. Fam, he ran in quicksand. One dude in NFL history, <laughs> like I said, one dude in NFL history was slower than Eli Manning, and that's Peyton Manning. But nah, but I, I mean, <laughs> such such as that goes with life. Like this is where just the world has been transitioning to say. But yeah, like you said, Curtis is calling you out. He said he literally said, "I don't like black quarterbacks." <laughs> he, like, he called you out. <laughs> they're doing what I don't like. So we talking about black quarterbacks. So I'm saying I don't like black quarterbacks. It's not I, well, so I don't you, like their style of play. That's why I'm saying I don't like their so, style of play. So you didn't so like you Randall didn't, Cunningham either? I, no, no, no. I was gonna say you didn't like you didn't, you like, didn't like Randall like, Cunningham. Randall Cunningham was a great player. I appreciate what he's done, but I hated Randy. So I, I fucking hated him Eagles. when he was playing. I fucking hate the Eagles. But I love it. <laughs> so, you know, you know. I was gonna say the, the next Eagles quarterback, Donovan, Donovan, Donovan McNabb. Hated you, Donovan. Donovan and, Don, and Donovan was the pocket passer. Mm-hmm. Donovan yeah, he was. I did not like Donovan McNabb. He ran a lot. So he said yeah, so it goes. So it. Donovan McNabb. You know how many you, times I'm bringing that through the ball to the into the ground? He wasn't so you, a good pocket passer. He was a bum. Pretty, you pretty much said what I called you out on that you tried to retract and still brought back. I'm you not think the black no. quarterback is running quarterback? <laughs> I think that the black. Okay, let's look at. So you it. like Doug Williams then? You like Doug Williams? No, Warren Moon. Warren Moon. Warren Moon. 
I like Warren Moon. I did not like Doug Williams. He was a bum. I like well, Warren Moon. Won the championship. Bum. <laughs> I do. I do. Jesus I do like is Lord. Here's my thing, man. Here's my thing. I. Be clear. Now, there were some guys like Steve Young ran. You know, John Elway ran. I like them because I, I, they, they ran when they had to. I feel like Josh Allen runs right now. I don't really. I'm not a Josh Allen fan for real. Here's what I'm saying. It's not that I don't like black quarterbacks. It's that. The black quarterback is the reason why this this transition from the pure pocket passer is happening. Y'all just said it. Look at the playoffs. Seven. It's, Six in the pocket. No, that's the not the reason it why, bro. It doesn't. The so it, the defense is the, the erosion of the offense. The defense has nothing to do with it? Yeah. I don't. I don't think the defense has nothing to do with it. That's what I'm I saying. It's the defense. I think that it's because these black quarterbacks can run and they're way more athletic and they can run and get around and get away from folks and they're making it the game exciting and they're doing things we haven't seen before and their teams are starting to win and now it's bro it's, it's, it's and so you bro. you you clearly there is said, no but I there's like no the pocket passer that does that shit. Let me tell you something. I don't like no pocket passes in the NFL, bro. I don't like Josh Allen. I'm not a fan I'm of Josh Allen. I'm just going to salute Ty. I'm going to salute Ty for the bravery <laughs> of taking that stance. <laughs> standing on that hill. One thing I'm going to do is keep him on him. I don't come on here to be lying or, or playing no bullshit. I keep wanting to. <laughs> we love you, you for that, We love you for it, but you, you, damn earn, it, you, you earn my respect, bro, for taking. I that mean, stand you ain't the only one. On shout out to the homie. Shout out to the homie DJ. The world is yours podcast. He says that shit all the time. Don't never trust no black quarterbacks. I don't like black quarterbacks. Yeah, he says the same shit on this show all the time. But you. You just like put another step. You had the homie call you Uncle Ruckus in the chat. We've never had that before. For me, it's taken away from the whole quarterback position to me. It's like it's taking it away. I don't want my quarterback. If I want my running back to be running, I you want my what, quarterback to be. You know what? You know what, what you just did. That? You know what you just did, Tyrone, and, and especially with the hat because it almost matches. Tyrone is Ash Ketchum, and he never evolved his Pikachu. Oh my God! Man. You don't like the evolution. <laughs> you don't just. I don't. I don't like the evolution of the game. I like I the know. Stone Ages. I love it when the white but man ran everything. Tyrone, Tyrone. That's it. <laughs> That's what you just said. I love it when the white man run everything. Tyrone, the, the Bring defense. Back when we had two black people in the league. Come on. I want the wishbone. T, yeah, I want the wishbone offense with a fullback. <laughs> I want my quarterback, just my quarterback, to throw the ball. I don't want him running. So take race out. Tyrone, he needs time to throw the ball. He needs time to throw the ball. What's wrong with me? Okay, He doesn't have time to throw the ball. Y'all just said that Peyton Manning would be cool in this league because of the way he read the defenses. He knew his place. He got the ball out. That's what I want. We, we said he would survive because he got the ball out. That's <laughs> right. what I want. <laughs> Big I want <laughs> defense throw the ball. I don't want my quarterback running around. I'm telling you, I Tyrone. I don't want Tyrone, to do all this crazy shit. These, these guys don't have time to. 
they barely have time to hike the ball before somebody's in their face. You got two, literally. Like two and a half seconds? Literally, if, seconds if the man, if that, he says hike, he says hike, he takes two steps back. If his man ain't there and his, his left tackle ain't blocking, he's sacked. It's he's sacked. He didn't even get time to read the field. You just you don't have those type of old lines anymore. Let me tell you something. All right. Say that shit. I, I know folks hate Eli Manning. Some people have different appeal to Eli Manning, right? Let me tell you why Eli Manning was so effective twice. That fucking offensive line. Eli Manning had enough time to make a sandwich, tie his shoes, <laughs> run some errands, come back, and then decide which receiver he wanted to throw to when they won those two chips. That was hands down, right? Facts. So quarterbacks today don't have that type of time, man. They just don't have it. They, and what they, do they I don't have it? And we're gonna so the legs are necessity. What do I say each and every time we talk about football? When I talk about what's the most important pieces on the field, hundred percent, it's the O line. It don't matter who you yeah. have at quarterback. It matters to a yeah. point. Nope. Trent Dilfer got a chip, bro. Two two years ago, two years ago, I watched Matthew Stafford do it. That motherfucker don't run. I watched Matthew Stafford win the Super Bowl. So what did Tyrone? What did Jamal just say? What? You're just disregarding what, what, what we just can't. If you have the offensive line that steps mm -hmm. up, that will produce the type of quarterback you like well, to see. That and? will allow the type of quarterback you'd like to see. Well, get on These that. teams don't have... It's not available. We just stop producing the like they used to. It's not... It's not it's well, not that's what I want to see. I want to see quarterbacks back there... Offensive linemen are smaller now. Offensive linemen are smaller now than they were back in the early 90s. Because niggas don't want diabetes. You know, like 330, 340. This reminds me of the scene in Kill Bill 2 when when uh when Bud was at the bar and he was telling him ain't nobody to bounce. And he says, Are you telling me you can't do a job I'm saying you do because there ain't no job to do? That's how I feel. You get these awesome linemen getting paid millions of dollars, and y'all sitting here telling me that they cannot do the job that they're getting paid to do. Nobody said that they can't do the job. They can't. The health They're industry has just shown. No. It, the, the, the medical science is better than it's ever been. Motherfuckers don't want sugar and pressure for the rest of their life. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's what's happening. It's, it's facts. Well, if I ran it, then I'm putting my defensive lineman in on the offensive line. They say so much. But the heaviest offensive lineman is like 325. They're yeah, they're smaller, man. The the I, defensive I, I line are much more 260, 280, 6'4. But, but quarterback play. And it can run the 40 to 4'5, bro. So now, it's so here's what but, but listen, listen to what y'all saying here. Now, I'm, I'm going to put it in the best way I can. Listen to what y'all saying. Y'all saying that now, based on y'all theory, we're never going to see another Aaron Rodgers. We're never going to see another Peyton Manning. We're never going to see another Joe Montana. Like, that's over. When y'all yeah, look it up. No, you Aaron Rodgers like talent no. right now. That's done. Look at Aaron all Rodgers, right that's now. done. Aaron yeah, it's Rodgers, called Pat Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers used his legs all the fucking time yeah. to escape the pocket because that Packers offensive line was ass. 
Yes, sir. And but the only is, difference yeah. was he didn't go downfield unless it was wide open. He wasn't Rogers, taking on hits. He ran up. when it was smart. That's what Lamar Jackson has been doing outside. He was of the best. The uh, he froze. Straight up, uh, Q Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, is the the only quarterback I've ever seen that can play without an O line. That kills ninety nine percent of of yeah because he Q Aaron Rodgers. He was the, the best. He's the most accurate quarterback on the run. But it was he can throw on the run. But it's all causing the effect. He was, he was a master at throwing. Yeah. It's all the, the play of quarterbacks now. It's all causing effect. Fast defensive ends. Fast fucking uh, outside linebackers, lack of uh, of kill uh, of stud offensive tackles, specifically left tackles. Okay, now you need a quarterback who's who's one who's mobile and two who can get the ball out in two seconds. Yeah, I don't like. Now on top of that, like that. you said, Jamal, they they're eliminating the running back position. That's it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Where he was staying at back and for pass protection. And, and I, I'm upset. And I love the running back why, position. And you want to know why the running back position ain't being played the same? Because these offensive lines are not the same. Oh, man. They are not run blocking the same. When they put the onus on the quarterback slinging the ball around the field, guess what you now have to do as a defensive coach or a defense or, or, or um a damn GM. Now you got to build up bigger, stronger, faster to catch said quarterback. Uh-oh, the reactionary measure is these guys are getting bigger, stronger, faster. So now what do you got to do? I got to get a bigger, stronger, faster, more accurate quarterback, somebody that can escape these pressures. Along with offensive, I mean, yo, offensive linemen now, they are getting smaller, muscular definition-wise, they are getting bigger. They are looking more healthier. But it's it's just not the same. They don't even sure. have these things. They don't even really. You could see they don't. Offensive linemen, most offensive linemen love run blocking, but because the game in the passing game has turned into the sexy thing, it turned into the chicks dig the long ball aspect of football. That's what we're getting, yeah. and unfortunately, Tyrone. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. Yeah. Dan, okay. there'll never be another guy as big as Larry Allen on the O line. On the O line. Hey, I was I trying do. to say that. I was trying to squeeze that in. Yeah. Before. You're never going to get a, a bench in 600 pounds for fun, Larry Allen. That's done. That's done. Are them dudes? In my point, yeah, man. Those dudes were phenomenal. The whole race point, it just it just kind of falls into a racial thing because the, the fact of the matter is we know that black people are more athletic than white folks. And so when you have a quarterback that has to run and have to do athletic things, it's going to lead more towards the black quarterback doing those athletic things as opposed to the white quarterback. So that's the only racial thing about it. I, and, and and so that's why it leads to the whole thing, making me, y'all want to call me Uncle Ruckus or whatever, but it is just fact that the black quarterbacks are more athletic, so more of them are doing the shit that I don't like than the white quarterback. But I did bring up the fact that I don't like Josh Allen, and that's for that same reason, because I don't want that motherfucker running. But you did say you loved Steve Young. That, motherfucker, that motherfucker was running, just like That's we good. are running off this show right now, because it's over. We got to go. I don't want you to bury yourself no further, good brother. Oh, I you know we buried, love you, brother. but you, we ain't letting you. I, I know you like to stand on business, 
Go get your belt and whoop yourself. Come on, Ty. But stand on business and give them final shout out. (laughs) Bro, salute for defending that hill from four four sides, bro. (laughs) The champ is always here. (laughs) Yeah, Tyrone, you know what to do. I want to do this first. Y'all see it. Listen, but that, that, y'all see it. But anyway, um, this was fun. And I knew I knew I was going to die on that mountain. And I was prepared. <laughs> I was prepared to do it. And um, I'm happy to do it because there's no beef. There's no hatred. There's no nothing. Not even to the person in the comments who called me Uncle Ruckus. I didn't like it. But, I, you know, we good. We cool. We all friends. I didn't give see, You see that? You see that? <laughs> you know what? Now, now I'm taking it back. I just was nice. You know, now I'm taking it back. Nah, Kurt's a good dude. Kurt's a good dude. No, nah, yeah, this was fun. And um, I'm not the one who gave Hulk Hogan the N-word pass, just so we clear on that. But um, this is fun, and I'm good with it. And I, I, <laughs> and, and that's right, that's right. you guys are gonna win because I'm pretty sure a black quarterback is gonna win the Super Bowl this year. So there you go, Mr. Freeze. I'm going to you before we lose you again. Every time I talk to TJ. <laughs> I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Yo, this is a good show, as always. Yo, I love Rui. <laughs> yo, <laughs> oh, just joined. Oh, oh, just joined. <laughs> we were, we were just, we were just closing up shop. show i love when ty stands on his business it's always a good time um jamal always coming with the facts he, he and um mr freeze froze again right. jamal you know what to do yo shout out to everybody on the panel a shout out to ty bro ty you made the show man um <laughs> you, you, you made the show you stand tall you stand on that business you know what i mean you 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 take on all anybody that's coming at you. Um, you take the hard positions. I, I appreciate you for that, man. Um, shout out to TJ, Mr. Freeze, who just made his his great escape. Shout out to the <laughs> mayor. You know, shout out to my man O. O got the impeccable timing. My man showed up <laughs> right at the end. He got his third red cup of the afternoon. So appreciate that for you, man. Um, shout out to um, Hooks Rub because we didn't shout out Hooks Rub today. Yes, we right? did. You were late. Um, but always shout out Hooks Rub. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, peace to uh, Disabled Planets. Peace to Ishtar. Peace to Ill Magic. I'm going to hand it over to O. Oh, man. Uh, uh, apparently, it was a great show. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to YouTube. I'm going to YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Later on and, uh, and check it out, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm late, guys, man. Yo, you know, I family, man. Uh, my bad. You know, next week. Next week, man. Um, I'm looking forward to the show, man. So, Word and 
See, and I dipped off away from family to do the show because I'm going back to the noise right now. But like Ed said, TJ <laughs> and his wish Wi-Fi using four <laughs> tomato cans and a string to podcast. Yo, Ed is hilarious, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can tell who's a writer and who's not, man. But yeah, word. This this one should have been called standing on business, but you know, <laughs> Tyrone, you did what you do. And we're going to do what we do. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>